Yeah, let's do it. Go, I'm going, Bill. Why are you saying let's do it, right? As I think it's about to go live, messing everybody up. Hello let's and welcome, everybody. Bill, it's your, the whole thing, Bill, the whole thing that we do. And I'm like, all right, guys, ready? You're like, yeah, we're ready. That is usually like silence for a couple seconds. Damn, Bill, on, you got that fancy background. All of a sudden, you go ahead, Bill, bring it all in. <laughs> uh, take it away. No, do a I'm, thing, I'm Bill. Done. I don't want. Do I don't want to move too quick here and mess it up. <laughs> your stupid water bottle. <laughs> Hello and welcome, everybody, to another edition of Three Live Canes. As always, I'm I'm Chris. Says it in the box. That's Bill, the new host. Says the little box right down there. Down there, that's Steve-O. Just calmly watching this tragedy unfold. Um, welcome. I'm glad you guys could join and join the show. Uh, funny enough, today we were actually all here on time, like all here, ready to go, ready to start it. But then we just had a polite co- conversation for a little while. Um, and then right as we were about to go live, Bill just went haywire, as happens. He's got that new background. He thinks he's real fancy now, so he can just do whatever it feels like. Um, so, again, for the second straight week, I will go to Steve-O first. Steve-O, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, we got a big commitment that we didn't get to talk about. It was right after our show the next day, and Armando bunt the five-star at uh, Miami Central. Uh, and that that was big. Uh, you saw some good plays versus Bethune. It was just nice, easy, guys rested. You know, we didn't get any guys hurt really in the Bethune game. Uh, so we came out healthy. Guys got snaps. You know, we'll, we'll step up a little bit in competition again. Right now we're playing a G5 school. Uh, so we got to make sure we're loaded and we're rolled in so it could be a very similar outcome. That's what we're looking for. And now, Bill, how are you doing tonight? Big vibing, you know. <laughs> Coming off a you know, nice, nice, easy win, nice stressless week. Um, heading into Temple, which is our first Canes game in how long was that? 10, 9, 10 years? What? When was that first uh, Duke Johnson game that we went to? 2013. No, we, we went to the pinstripe bowl. Like, oh, duh. Well, that that, uh, yeah, you wanted to forget that. We wanted to forget <laughs> yeah, that. I guess it so, makes sense. Very, that very, very easy to forget. But either way, yeah, excited to go to that. I'm such a good guy. I even bought Chris some ponchos because I don't like he gets all wet and chilly. <laughs> complaining a lot, so got him some ponchos. It's cold it's gonna be, get like two inches of rain. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, honestly, I'm excited, interested to see how that affects uh, Wait, the offense up there. It's really gonna be raining like that. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be probably that. like high 60s and raining, which would you would think that would officially be a blizzard in South Florida, legally speaking. But <laughs> nah, we man, we built for that. <laughs> nah, we, we're we're built for that. I got here right here where I live. It's 62 and. And raining all day on Saturday, so. <laughs> Steve-O not sure all of a sudden. No, we, sure. we built for that. What's that blood get flowing? It's gonna be wind. It's gonna be a little windy too. And we we good. We gonna be, we gonna heat up by going vertical. That's right. Day that's one. right. And I know some of those comments that came out from uh, Coach Dawson. I'm sure Steve was real excited to hear them, and, and we'll get to some of that stuff too as we go as we go on. But uh, yeah, definitely a lot to talk about today. Excited to talk about that Bethune win, of course, and then you know in preview Temple, like Steve said, Armando Blunt, um, and some juice coming. Like it seems like for that 2025 class, a lot of people talking about you know guys that might want to jump in, especially at the receiver position. So a lot of good stuff to talk about here today in the show. Thank you guys for joining us here on Wednesday night. As always, this is Three Live Kings. This is for the national championship for Nebraska. He's a stud, that Brown, number 98. Irvin's got it. Irvin's free. 
Looks to the outside, tries to stiff arm, but he couldn't get by Ray Lewis. Big time players. Step up and pick it. Now, all of a sudden, everybody wants to give Bill credit for his background. All he did was hit a couple buttons on his computer. Like, stuff popped up. I'm over here. I'm over here designing shirts, like putting my jersey collection up. <laughs> Steve O bought a green screen. Bill hit, like, doo doo, and like, that thing popped up. Work, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> and guess what? I could change it every week, and I'm going to. Oh, yeah, I bet you won't change it right now. I can only download one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to delete this one and then we had a new one. Uh, got him. What a win for me. Anyway, what a win for Miami last week with against Bethune, uh, 48-7. A chance for, I mean, everybody got a chance to get in there and play a little bit. Um, look at Zemo showing off now. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, and translate whatever he wants. Uh, anyway, so well, great win. Like I was saying, for Bethune, uh, TVD, you know, 19 and 23, a couple touchdowns. Uh, we got the receiver, different receivers in action. But, you know, that's kind of the win you wanted to – that's the game you wanted to see from Miami. We always talk about, you know, when you play against these teams, you just beat them up like you should against those teams. And they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Um, and defensively, maybe even more impressive. I think, oh, there's Bill. Look at Bill. Yeah, yeah. That's like a placemat that they sell at the stadium. <laughs> so that, was, that was my test throw. So I'm going to change it back. I don't really like that one. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, but anyway, with the defense, maybe even more impressive than the offense in that game, just held Bethune. I think their leading passer was like three of five for like like 22 yards or something absurd like that, but um, like a 400-something yard advantage overall. So, um, Steve, I'll go to you first. Like That's pretty much what you wanted, right? Is there anything else you could have asked for in this game this past week or last Thursday night? As a fan, nah, I enjoyed it. I always love these type of games. I get to cheer on uh, the younger guys. I got to see Chris Johnson score right in front of me, which was great. I was hyped. Uh, so it was nice to see. Uh, you know, fans, they get out early in those games. I can't blame them. It's a Thursday night game. A lot of people work. But, you know, I was it was nice to be able to see that. Um, most importantly, uh, as a fan, I'm good. But if I'm Coach Mario, I know he probably already said something about it. He didn't want to give up that touchdown at the end. Uh, so maybe that's the only thing you can ask for. But a lot of young guys, and there was good effort on the big play that they had. Bobby Washington and Ryan Ragon ran like, you know, 40 yards, 50 yards to track them down. So, yeah, it sucks that they got man zone, but at least I, I like the effort on that play. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm vibing. I, I think uh, it, it was great on offense. We were simplistic. We ran the, I broke down how we ran the same play twice on the scoring drive before halftime, and it was just easy money. It was just TVD read this guy. He's going to bite on X, and guess what happened? And, oh, man, it was right over to Brashard. It was nice. It was going vertical. I mean, they were playing three safeties, and we bombed them before halftime. That was <laughs> that, that was awesome. There was a – I think saw the replay of the player talking about where the safety was there, and it was just – there was nothing he could do. Like, when they had that speed coming at him, there was only so much he had. And, and obviously, the speed didn't match up when we got a chance to get some of these guys out there in space. But that's the beauty of seeing some of these young guys out there. Like you saw Chris Johnson, you saw the kind of player he was, you saw the burst he had. I mean, Cheney got got to really kind of get everything going in that game too. Like he looked like the dude that we were talking about when he was what, like a twelve year old or whatever, as a future Hurricane. Like we started to see those pieces come together, and, and I'm, I'm liking the attitude. And Portnock saying Don Cheney moving on up the depth chart. I mean, 
He keeps yeah. if he's healthy, he keeps running. Yeah, no, I, I I legit think he has a strong case to be RB two, and that's not saying and taking anything away from Allen who scored two touchdowns, but I, I would not I would not be surprised if you know Don uh, would be the first running back off the bench. You know, all their carries are going to be similar, but I would not be surprised if he's earned that. Uh, just by the way Coach Cristobal lit up when he talked about him, about how hard he was running and about how he was in good in pass protection. He was good in the run game. We were, we've been going to some two running back sets with Don. He's, that's how he's been getting some snaps in, and he's been doing excellent being that lead block. You don't really get the you know you really get the acolytes for it, but I mean he sealed some linebackers on some Henry Parrish runs, even a Mark Fletcher run. So it, he's definitely playing all around, and he's playing tough. Uh, obviously the Miami Ohio running dude over at the goal line, how he was running. The way he ran uh, versus Texas A&M, where I was breaking out, he did like three moves on one run, and then versus Bethune, just a stop and start, and then the downhill, bro. Like he's 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 gonna be good. I I, I expect big things out of Donald Cheney. Yeah, he's kind of added up like a more physical element to his game. Not that we've seen a whole lot of him because injuries, but um, you know, he just seems like a Mario type of back, right? Kind of you know, big, has you know speed, and, you know, has some you know physical presence there. Um, so I think this was pretty much you know everything you could ask for, right? I think all the time I had, I think we punted once and we had that one fumble, um, Kobe Young going in the, the non-targeting. So overall, you know, very you know. Easy day, so to say. I think you know, we held them to like 1.1 yards, you know, rushing, you know, per carry. Um, so do what we have to do. You know, no injuries. Um, then got out of there. Um, you know, looking ahead to Temple bye week and then ACC plays here. Yeah, it's uh, getting those tune ups. I mean, beating Texas A&M, like we we knew that it was going to be a big win for the program, just kind of getting attention and making sure everybody knew that this was, you know, legit and moving in the right direction. But honestly, I think. Also, to have that win in the bank and then have a lot of these tune-up games where as the, as the offense starts to click, you know, winning that one was was the toughest test, you think, just in terms of looking at the schedule. But, like, this offense is moving at a pace that we're all very excited about. And, and there were some comments about it earlier, and I want to go back to that too. But, but by the time we get to ACC play, to have all of this set up and build up so we know how things are going to go is great. And, and Tony and a bunch of other guys mentioned the killer attitude from Dawson. And uh, there were some comments from Dawson about, you know, like, you can run out the clock here. And he was like, no, let's just, you know, put the put the knife in him. Let's, 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 let's end this thing right here, right now. Yeah, he said, um, let's end this and effort. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, Steve-O, I'm just, I'll go to you first on it because uh, I, I feel like when you said, you know, bomb him, bomb him, like over and over again, like you're, you're actually seeing it now. How do you feel hearing that from your OC? It was great, but I, I saw it before. I didn't even need to hear him say it because I saw it. I saw him throw throw that one on one to uh, to Jacoby. I saw that touchdown right in front of me. Uh, you know, I, I saw him literally say on the on the sideline, "Everybody go crazy!" After that other Jacoby uh, touchdown where he faked the motion, you know, the energy just looking at him. Uh, you know, everything when I'm looking at a game, it's everything in slow motion. It's like honestly, it's some of the funnest moments I have at the game. I swear I get you just get to catch so much and like you see the energy around Coach Dawson on the sideline. I love how sometimes the telecast gets like a glimpse of it, but bro, every time we have a drive, everybody's dapping them up. They're going crazy. Just the just the vibes on offense. I think everybody is 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 playing fast and it's just everybody's enjoying it. People are eating. Guys are getting reps. You know, you know, guys like Brashard are starting to make plays. Kick return, a touchdown. Now you got another uh, big play. 
uh, Emery Williams threw him out and up that he made a good catch on 40 yards down the field. Another explosive play. So now, okay, Brashard Smith, are you going to be an explosive playmaker in this offense? You see Restrepo doing it in the slot. If we go four wide and Brashard could bring that extra explosive over the top element, that could unlock this offense off the roof. You know, just blow the roof off it if Brashar could step up and play to a level like Xavier Restrepo is doing in the slot and we tandem them two with the outsides we got, it's stupid. We're going crazy. And I know we need to get Cam McCormick in there, but when we go four wide, that's like a Warriors death lineup. And that, uh, that yeah, cool. follow Warrior death lineup, Bill. Nah, I, I got nothing for that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that that quote kind of contradicts that narrative that's out there. Yeah, that Mario is kind of like a three yards in a cloud of dust type coach, and that's what he wants out of his offense. Um, but you know, instead of you know trying to you know bleed the clock, you know punt it, you know play defense, you know, he pretty, much, pretty much gave the green light to yeah do you know run your offense, Dawson, and that's exactly what we wanted. You know, after the debacle last year with Gaddis, so um, you know, has Mario kind of. I think he's going to end up, you know, totally flipping the, the national narrative um, this year, letting Dawson do his thing. Um, you know, you have you have the quarterback, you got you know options at receiver. Um, so I think that, you know, and I think recruits are going to start to take notice. You know, we already got one uh, for 2025. We talked about last week. You know, you got Wade and Charles, um, and I think there's probably we're probably going to I think we're going to get a big one for uh, this class too in December. It certainly seems like it. It certainly seems to be moving in that direction for sure. And, you know, a lot of people, I mean, I don't think anyone could be upset with how they're going. And someone said before, Dave brought up folks are worried about the wide receiver room on the outside. But, you know, we talked about, you know, I know we always say that. We talked about the depth and we were excited, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we, were, we were excited before that Alabama game about the offensive line. Like, I know it. <laughs> I know we were lying all the time. But, like, now, like, we, when we talked about it this year, we believed it. <laughs> Steve, don't be like, oh, Steve, oh, couldn't wait to talk about the offensive line back then. He was like, oh, we're loaded. Bama Seven, got nothing. 700 career starts. <laughs> yeah. no, I was about to go in on the receivers. I'm looking at the comments. They talk about X, and I'm just like, yeah, what I've been telling y'all. There was someone that was real down on X before the season. I forget who it was. What? Was it? I told you I was going 1K. It was, a, it was a message board post. Stop playing with him. Yeah, I well, know. Oh, there was the message board post. Everybody always want to talk, man. My dog, Paula, number one pro football focus in ACC at receiver in the country. What's up? Going top, going up top on y'all boys. It's yeah, I'm head topping people. Like, yeah, it's over with, bro. I'm telling y'all. Been trying to tell y'all. Same thing with Jacoby, man. Y'all been hearing me tell y'all for this for how long? Just it's having my moment. Just was it? Was it? It might have been backing up. That was uh, this is what would have happened if Lashley never left. This is what we would have saw, like if Lashley never left, bro. I was so hot when we didn't have that receiving core. Of what we have, really, we just added Kobe Young, literally Brashard, uh, X, Jacoby. They've been on the roster. Obviously, you recruited Ray Ray and Robbie, but I mean, yo, this would this is what we would have been through if Lashley, you know, didn't leave. Like this is the type of offense and playmaking ability that these receivers have. We about to be lit. It's just, and we'll get to this point later too, but uh, it's been a, oh, good. Melissa's here. Hi, Chris and Bill. <laughs> new, new hoodie. Look at that. Yeah, she, she better thank me. My uh, $10 a month helped her get a five-star basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that, it's that Utown thing still, that $100 we got from Utown a couple weeks ago. Still yeah. paying Spend. dividends, man, paying dividends. Um, but no, actually, it was Steve-O that before in our two-hour pre-show meeting, Steve-O was like, hey, 
don't forget basketball got a big commitment and Bill and Bill and I, of course, had already done our research and pulled up tape and everything. So we were well, well into our discussions, but, but Steve, was the one we got to talk about it. And um, it's a great point by Steve. trying to get some of that basketball cred back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but, but back to what we're talking about. It's, I mean, it's great to see the offense is moving at breakneck speed. It's, I think we're at the place now where confidence isn't just because, you know, we got players. It's because we're starting to see the execution. And I saw some people talk about, like, LJ McCray. There was talk about, well, you know, he wanted to see it. Now he's seeing it. Like, these guys, it, I don't think it's hard for the people in South Florida, the players in South Florida, to notice, like, this offense is moving. This offense is the kind of one that's going to get attention, get opportunities, and eventually, hopefully, get guys to the league in, in pretty short order. Because, I mean, you got to know that a guy like Estrepo right now, He's probably thinking to himself, you know, there's there's money to be made out there in the National Football League if he's putting on a performance like this. Because there's nothing separate. I know obvious the obvious comparisons for whatever reasons, but Braxton Berrios making money in the NFL. There's no reason why Restrepo can't do the exact same things that he can. Balling for us on Sunday night with the wheel route routing the boys up. Mayor's going stupid. You know, Bill Belichick is already uh, has him on his draft board for like that fourth, fifth round. Facts. He definitely scoop does. Up, scoop him up. It's crazy. We were saying that for like all of Barrios's like career, like that he's gonna be like a Patriot. And the craziest thing that when he got drafted, we were like, yeah. And then remember when Bill Belichick came out and he was like working out the D lineman or something. We knew he was scouting Barrios. <laughs> we knew it. He, he couldn't wait. Him. He could not wait, dog. He was like literally the perfect Patriot. I know every time that he makes a play on him, that he he just regrets it. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, and, and then he went to the Jets and the Dolphins. Like, of all the places yeah, he could have gone, he regretted. <laughs> I wonder why Belichick likes him so much. It's hard to say for sure, but even still, like, like the way this develops, though, this offense is moving in, in a place, and the defense. Like, just talk about them too. I mean, dominant performance by the defense without your best guy, without the leader, without the top dog, and still, um, if it wasn't for that touch, that one touchdown where. You know, a couple unfortunate plays, couple a couple bad breaks. The only reason they even got on the board because most of the game it wasn't even close. Most of the game there wasn't any any hope to Bethune's offense at all, which again is what you need to see. And we saw some guys. I know Chase Smith was getting a lot of credit in the chat before, and you know guys that you want to see get out there and play and you know make some make some time of their opportunities, and they were doing it. So, I mean, as complete of a victory as. I know it's I know it's Bethune, but as clinical complete as a victory as you would expect to see against an opponent like this, right? Is there anything that that we missed on? Is there anything that we that we didn't get, or we're just stamp hundred percent? This is great and move on. Yeah, we'll move on to the, to the maybe almost you know as big as a win as uh, it was for the game. Oh, Steve, are you doing a transition right now? No, I was lo- I was lobbing it to you. Oh, I just want, I thought you were going to do the whole thing. But before we get to that, I do want to do one thing. So I'm going to cut off your transition. I'm going to, I'm going to fumble the lob real quick because we did have, we did have our pick em challenge oh. which is down here on the bottom there, like our score challenge. I lost. So we'll go through it. Steve lost again. Has Steve <laughs> ever won one? Yeah, he won um, A&M. Did he? Nah, yeah. remember that was a, a big oh, out of us, out of us three, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, out of us three, out of us three. So uh, let's see. Um, Steve-O had sixty-five to seven. Steve-O was. They had six. the I had the seven right. <laughs> he had the seven right, <laughs> which I mean is that's the most important thing of all. 
Uh, I had 55 to six. So I went the wrong way on the prices, right? Rules bill at 53 to six, which means that bill wins. Um, sadly, Keith Chambliss who put up 72 to three, love the positivity, Keith, love the positivity, <laughs> love but the <laughs> went a little too hot with it. <laughs> 72 to three, but uh great job. Bert Stone, our guy. Appreciate you. Good, fam. Uh, but a little bit, a little bit high on there. So Bill will sadly wins again. <sighs> to the shoot, disappointment shoot of all. Fishing about uh, there's Keith. There's Keith. <laughs> Keith wanted that so bad. Keith wanted that win. I wanted it too. Maybe next time, Keith. Maybe next time. Chris, you laughed and said I called the close one with 42 to 45 to 13. I, I laugh at a lot of things, Senior Kane. That's that's part of what I do. <laughs> But yeah, so you were pretty close, but you weren't officially in the competition. So Bill still somehow wins. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, but like like Steve, I was saying another big win, and that was Armando Blunt, um, Miami Central kid, who decided to make his pledge to the University of Miami. Uh, great opportunity to get. We talked about the the best defensive line class in 2024. May or may not happen, but hey, nice first shot across the bow to everybody else at that top 20 top defensive line class in 2025. That's what we meant. That's what we meant. So, Bill, I'll go to you first on this. Uh, I was talking a little bit about when we obviously when he committed about you know the kind of player. Um, Steve O's getting a snack right now. So, but uh, oh, Steve O's gone. I offended him. But yeah. Bill, uh, what kind of player are we get in Armando Blunt? I'll go Steve O. Oh, Steve, what's wrong? See, if you had the virtual background, you wouldn't have these problems. Oh, what's wrong with it? All right, Bill. You don't see mine just going out randomly. You just said you. I, I, I can't it, knock it over. My hand just disappears when I reach that. <laughs> <Good. laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, absolute monster. Right now. Um, yeah, as a kid that's been playing varsity since like the eighth grade or something ridiculous like that. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm more looking forward to see if he actually reclassifies or not. Um, you know, it sounds like it, it's a possibility. It's an option um, kind of up to him if he wants to kind of take those extra classes or not and, you know, get it done and, you know, maybe enroll next summer. But, um, you know, this is a, a top 10, top 10 kid nationally. Um, you know, one of the top DNs, best player in Florida. Uh, just an unbelievable pull this early. Um, and you see kind of that momentum building with the 25 class. Um, you know, they, they see the Canes win and they're jumping on board now. Um, you know, that 24 class, maybe that five and seven stench still kind of lingers a little bit, but, um, you know, these 25 kids are, are, are going to know, you know, what, what, you know, they see the progress, um, you know, a kid like, um, you know, Blunt can, can be that, you know, ambassador, that leader, you know, other kids are going to want to play with him, um, just because he is that good and he's that dominant. Steve, go ahead. What do you think of thoughts yeah. on Blunt? I've seen, uh, you're going to see. A bunch of this highlight tape, the the, the plays against Central, the, like right here, uh, he'll be playing against uh, <clears throat> American Heritage, uh, St. Thomas, all the all the best teams he played. Ely, my little brother's school, he got like four minutes of his highlight tape against us. Uh, to be honest, and I saw it in person. I've seen him twice in person. Uh, so I, I've seen him. He, he, he's a game changer. He affects games. Uh, he, he can go inside. He can go outside. He has a – Really, really strong initial just punch on an offensive lineman, bro. Like, you really see people find the Chaminade. He dominated. This is Edwin Joseph in space, bro. That's super hard, bro. Like, people don't understand. Edwin was freaking icky. Like, that That was in space to tackle him one-on-one on a jet sweep. St. Thomas wrecking 
He just played all the best teams at Dillard that year, and he just performed, performed, performed. Uh, he could speed rush, he could power you, but again, like his power just separates him. That's what allows him to go inside and just body somebody. It's just look at his tape. It's littered with the top teams. Shamanot, 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 Central, Central, Central. This is Ely, Ely. Bro, that quarterback runs a 4-5 that he's running down right now. Jesus. Yeah, dog, that's crazy. <laughs> I know that quarterback fast. I, <laughs> that's crazy how like how freakishly athletic he is. That's why he has that five-star ability. But his play strength, honestly, is what separates uh, himself from me. This is Miramar, another perennial playoff team. Like, bro, like, he, he, he does it. Shamanad, again, I mean, the dude's ha- ha- half his highlight tapes against three best teams in the state. There's, there's a look to him, and I and we've talked about this before, but, like, you know, last year, or, I mean, however many That's years brilliant. ago we started. That's a four-star running back to North Carolina. He's sticking up like that. That's crazy. He just looks like a guy that you know is going to be three years in college and go to the pros, top ten pick kind of guy. And when these top, like, level edge guys, but the guys with size and athleticism, the the freak guys that have everything, like, yeah. you know, there's their, their ticket is pretty punched. Yeah. Yeah, bro, just killed my dog. I was praying for a flag on that play. <laughs> he, he's a freak, dog. He's definitely somebody who can come in and, and, and make an impact early. Yeah, bro, do you know Do you know who that – no, like, oof, that boy slaughtered. Yeah, he's super pitched up for being, you know, 6'3", 6'4", you know, 250-ish. Um, that's what that's what he's listed at. Um, but, yeah, if he, if he doesn't – you know, reclassify and he, you know, has another, you know, full year and some time, um, you yeah, know, before he actually gets here. Yeah. That boy's going to be like 280, you know, maybe 275, 280. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can't teach that type of athleticism. And that's kind of what that South Florida defensive tackle, right, is known for. You know, think about all the guys, but, you know, more, most recently Leonard Taylor. But, you know, he fits with what, you know, Gidry wants to do, just – Attack, attack, attack! He does. He's not. You know, you're not going to two gap this guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, have him. You know, hold the center and a guard, uh, so someone else can make plays. He's going to be in the backfield for Gidry. Yeah, I think he could still be a strong side DN. I know he can perform it well at tackle, but I, I don't know. I think he's too good not to have him uh, up and down your D line. I, w- I would just keep paying close attention to how he, this is him dropping in coverage right now, and he just went and made a tackle after he decided to run it. Uh, but I, I would not be surprised if Ruben Bain's role is something they envision him just walking into as we see it develop over the course of the year now that, you know, we don't know how long Mezzi's going to be out for, but we know Ruben Bain's going to be starting in his place. So how we see them, uh, another play against St. Thomas, uh, as we see them use Ruben Bain this year, that's probably how they're going to plug and play blunt. This was another impressive play. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah, he's just a different kind of guy. A yeah. different kind of player, a guy that we've been chasing. I mean, when was the, I mean, Nigel Leak, obviously, one of those top tier guys. That D line um, was stupid. I used to tell you about that D line. Remember when they did the Armella? He didn't want to play no more. Right. He was afraid of coming to Miami because he'd see him in practice. Yeah, now he's at now he's at that school right now, Miami Central. He had six sacks in like the first game and returned one for like a touchdown. Like he he's going stupid at Central. Well, it goes to the point of what you said about some of these schools watching a guy dominate them, then they go, "Hey, you know what you should do next year." Yeah, that's literally what happened. He's his whole highlight tapes against Miami Central. There, yo, slot, and I know how them boys (laughs) rock down there. That's rock block. Them boys be recruiting, recruiting. (laughs) 
<laughs> Real deal. They throw that they they put that seed in there. And he he originally from Dade, so it was probably just a come back home type of thing. Yeah. So I mean, what are we talking about as far as like, you know, top potential for him? Like I mean, it's not hard to see that this guy has, you know, sky high ability and he looks like those guys that go top ten in the draft and all that kind of stuff. Um Steve, is that what you kind of expect from him if he if his career plays out like it should? I mean, as long as he works and does the things he needs to do, he should be successful and have his name called. I, I don't know where it'll be, but he'll definitely have his name called if he just does what he needs to do. Because uh, yeah. I, I saw that that game right there live, like bro, I saw how we just could not block him. Like I look right out there running phase for no reason. <laughs> we could not block him. We couldn't even get a quick. You see them with his hands like that, dude's like, come on, like, we could not block them. Like it was, uh, like it was, it, it, it was pretty bad at times. Like we really could not move that ball. Is this is this Ely here? Yeah, that's Ely. We're in the white end. Huh. That's Shamanad. So you guys know that. That's 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 you've seen that sign. All oh wait, wait, hold on. Is your brother out here? So is your brother out there? Uh, at the top. Look at him out there. He's hoping. He's hoping for this play action. He's gonna run that route. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nope. He was running though. Had a step too. He had him. This is Shamanah. Yeah. yeah, like so. You you, you got to get used to the the emblems down here. You don't know what teams he's playing. That's why I'm saying like you notice the competition he's doing it. This is another St. Thomas play. I mean, he's had like 20 of them. Like he's just making plays against the best uh, competition you can have. Now he has Central playing probably even a harder schedule. Again, yeah. this is another Shamanad team. I mean, especially him playing against, you know, making plays against Central, where you know that O line is, you know, probably you know one of the best, you know, if not the best year in year out in South Florida. So, um, you know, consensus you know, five star guy across the board. Every site has him top six, I think, in the country for next year. So all that left is that development and that hard work. This is how you beat the best receiving core of high school football, that push-pull and just knock Cedric to the ground. I mean, that is the it was the most dangerous trips formation in high school, Jeremiah, uh, Edwin, and then JoJo. I mean, that was insane. Uh, the only way you beat that is by just knocking that quarterback out. This is another Shaman I play. I mean, this dude had a high, this half his highlight tape, probably 90% of his highlight tape was against the best teams you could play. That's crazy. He probably cut more good plays than a lot of people even have on their best stuff. <laughs> just to fit it into like one highlight tape. He's still at like nine minutes doing TFLs, almost killing <laughs> people <laughs> like yeah. against Miami Central. Just in nine minutes in, just yeah. dominating the number one it's, team in the state. So he had 13 sacks as a freshman. And then yeah. last year as a sophomore, he had 16. Yeah, and he had like six in one game already. Like he's he's on his way to meet his numbers. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be okay. Um, what are the chances that? What are the chances that he does? Like, do we know anything about it? Whether he can? Is it even something he's thinking about? Like actually trying to reclass, or is it just people saying, you know, that's what yeah, guys do now? I think I think he even addressed it, saying that was that was once maybe something they thought about, but that he's just going to do it, uh, you know, be regular. And that's, that's what I want. I want him to just enjoy his senior year of high school, continue to develop. Uh, I'm not the way the, the whole reclassification with, uh, with Anton Jackson went down, it has a very bad taste in my mouth with it. So I just want those kids to play out their senior year and uh, do what they do. 
very fair point. Very, very fair point, Steve-O. Um, so hopefully he's in this class right now. And, and, you know, speaking of 2025, if he does stick with it, I mean, there is there has been some chatter about the quality of that 2025 class. I think, I don't know, Steve-O, there might have, I think you might have commented on it too about the receiver position, but how that's why I mean, we know it's loaded, right? It's but, loaded. It's it's stupid loaded. We're we're the Miami's board could be like twelve deep. The mo the most talented, actually realistic board I've ever seen at Miami. And uh, since I've covered recruiting, it's insane. And, and it, it does seem like based on the way people are talking. Oh, Bill, I just noticed you have host there listed in your thing. But <laughs> I did that thirty one minutes ago. <laughs> it's good work. It's high efficiency but uh it does seem like i mean in miami already talking about like, the kind of filling up spots in that group too like we taken five and then taking the best five we got like in that in that group or like does it seem that way that we're already starting to kind of try to fill that steve i mean we took waiting uh and which was a great commit we already talked about got his review out uh you know cortez mills uh raw uh from you know team i'm uh coaching with raw miami yeah, he is like that. Four star at Homestead, and we are all over him. Uh, I've made, been making some tweets because he's been posting his Miami uh, photos recently. He's been posting his raw photos with his gloves, uh, Miami gloves on. He's been <clears throat> receiving a lot of love from my boy KB. So that's been that's been going really well. Uh, Nation Montgomery, which you guys know, also on Raw, uh, big time recruit. He's been to Miami at least 16 times since January. Uh, so he is a priority. His dad loves the Canes. They're recruiting his dad just as hard. He's a former NFL and CFL player. He Very business-like, not your average 16-year-old. I mean, he's super, like, you know, business-like, understand the type of stuff he has to do uh, because his dad walked that path. So he has a little head start, a little cheat sheet. Uh, we have a little cheat sheet on them. And then, obviously, Kobe Howard. Um, my boy, uh, monster now down here at Western lobbed him up the top. Uh, that, that's a, that's a big time, uh, receiver down here that we have to cl uh, close on. And then, I mean, that's already three. And then you talk about Kamari Williams. You got Donovan at IMG, uh, man, like it's stupid. The amount of receivers we got, we, we're talking something. There's some out of state receivers that we, we just, that are so about it that I don't even know what we're going to do. We got Dallas Willis, Wilson and committed to Oregon and Tampa. Who's going to be playing with raw again this year. Uh, you know, 2025, we might have to tell some kids no, that I would never tell no. Yeah. And I don't know what we're going to do. It sets up nicely too, because a lot of the receivers we have this year, um, you know, most likely going to be back next year. And that kind of gives that a little bit of a buffer where we don't need those 25 guys to come in and start as true freshmen. The only way they will do that is if they are, you know, you know, elite, elite, right? With you know, with the depth we're building there, so um, you know, good situation to come in, get developed. Um, you know, not necessarily have to be relied upon, especially you know if we make some noise in the portal with, you know, maybe some of these you know former five-star South Florida receivers wanting to come home. Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 easier to sell the offense now and the receiver play now. You obviously everybody sees a jump, but. Uh, that's going to be insane. I think you have to do a first come first serve. And then if you have to take somebody, then take them. And then, you know, somebody, I, I really think by the time 2025 comes around, there'll be, you know, complete overhaul of the position. I mean, X is definitely not going to be there. Jacoby's probably gone. Kobe Young's probably gone. You know, Harold and uh, Latson are gone. Redding's gone. You know, so there's going to be complete 
you know, overhaul that room come 2025. So if any class could just come in here and take over as a freshman, it's probably 25. Yeah, which, you know, I'll have every opportunity to do it too. Um, and if it does, and it's 2025 classes, it's probably be gone. There's a lot of opportunities coming in 2025. And if we keep winning the way we're winning, I'm sure the portal will stay, stay pretty hot for us and give us opportunities. So who knows where this team is in 2025. You get all these guys on board those freshmen run for you with those top talented receivers maybe we'll be talking even even bigger picture things by the time we get to 2025 but hey who knows we'll start keep winning games we temple this week focused on temple do, do you guys know who their quarterback is temple uh what's his name pj walker no he's still there no <laughs> uh, kurt, the warner, kurt warner's son oh kurt warner jr EJ Warner. Nah, he's not. He's not the junior, <laughs> which is good. And that's a lot of pressure. Uh, but yeah, he's actually not even bad, which is what you would expect from you know that bloodline. Uh, but it's gonna be you know a really rainy game apparently that I just found out now. So <laughs> that and the fact that Coach Goodry is gonna just dial up everywhere because we could play man with their, they have. They really have nobody to threaten, like a Daryl Porter in coverage. Like um, they don't have nobody to threaten the Jaden Davis in coverage. Like they, uh, we really uh, TC in coverage. Like it, when we roll in Demar or Devontae, like there's nobody I think that's out athleting anybody on our secondary. And the way they're playing, they might be the best unit on the team. In the O line's playing out of their mind, but the way the defensive, uh, the cornerback room is playing is insane. Uh, so it's great to see that two of the most important positions are flying on all cylinders. I mean, if, if it rains as hard as they say it's going to, I don't, I don't know if much passes are going to go more than, you know, 15 yards down the field. Um, so, yeah, good. it's going to be a sloppy trench-type game, and that's that's what Mario is built for, right? So hopefully we push him around, um, you know, and hopefully maybe even get some guys some some extra reps in the fourth. Yeah, Lorenzo Lingard had a 77-yard touchdown versus Temple this year uh, at Akron. He's at Akron now, which is good for him. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> good for Lorenzo. Good for Lorenzo. Yeah, good for Lorenzo, and we're definitely having a 77-yard touchdown or better is what I'm getting to. Yeah, I think Somebody we'll got to do it. I think we'll be, I think we'll be okay. But, uh, Chris Johnson might do it and get that butterball again. During the game, it's going to be high, like somewhere in the fifties, like the high fifties, the low sixties, with the with the driving rain. So, I'll be a fun one. Be a fun one. Who wants to live up there? That sucks. <laughs> it rains down here. It's like eighty degrees. It'll be dry, like eighty-eight degrees while it's raining, and it feels great. This time of year, it's like really awkward because it's like fifties at night, but it's still like almost hits like eighty during the day. So you get like those big ranges. It's kind of an in-between weird like yeah. spot to be in. Once it settles in like 60s though, like 60s during the day, it's beautiful. Perfect. What's that? What's that movie I'm thinking about? Um, day after tomorrow. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> going on over there. <laughs> Y'all better get to a library and wait. Post up. <laughs> oh man, it's six, what is it? 60 right now? Oh man, we're done. It's over. Y'all better get to the library, start crunching the papers. That reminds me of like those videos you see like when the first time it snows in nine years in like Nashville and like the whole city explodes like two inches of snow. <laughs> oh man. But it's not I don't see Steve O, it's nice. Don't you have family up here, Steve O? 
in New York? Nah, yeah, I've I've been I'm 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 well equipped for the snow. I just rather just not be in it. <laughs> I'm equipped for the snow and like cold, but like fifty and just raining. Steve, Steve definitely got those mittens that like all four fingers go on the like the one side, and then you just have like the thumb. Yeah, for sure. Whatever. What's that? Those are, those are just mittens, Bill. But uh, Steve, yeah. you ever been skiing? No, I've been snowboarding. Snowboard? Are you any yeah. good? Yeah, I was. I was vibing. <laughs> I ate it a couple of times. I went way too fast a couple of times. It was in North Carolina, so it wasn't really snowboarding. It was iceboarding with a little snow on top. <laughs> uh, so it hurt to fall, but then I got the hang of it. Look at that, Steve. Look at that. Learning new things every day. That's what we're. That's what we're all about here. Learning new things about each other. Learning new things about the people over there in the chat. It's a great. It's a family environment. And if and if we are going to be family. Then we have to treat all members of the Miami family family equally, which means that it's time to talk Miami Hurricane basketball. <laughs> I thought you were transitioning to the Colorado stuff. Uh, no, not yet. But I wish I wish I had I something. Too. I really don't have anything here. I could do. I could play some music. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, we hear. <laughs> it's, our Miami, it's our Miami basketball. <laughs> No, this is good. This is good. Wait. I feel like that's like a portal noise. Yeah, that's not right. Nah, that's not the, vibe. the first one was better than that. Next. How about this one? They're so slow getting it. Like, why are they so slow to get into it? Different, different kind of music. Yeah, uh, here you go. Nah, next. No. <laughs> All right, and we're gonna have to just kick this segment off because I don't know much about it. I can't even I low key already forgot, but already <laughs> this segment has already gone on longer than I expected. So <laughs> five star shooting guard commits to the Canes hoops. It's it's lit. Uh people say point guard, shooting guard, whatever. I know pretty much everybody in basketball nowadays, you're a combo guard, so it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Big get, because he was also visiting that star-studded list of Texas a and I remember we brought him up last week, or I mean the week before when we did the Texas A&M game. Uh, so, yeah, it was nice to see just a five-star recruit be on campus and then, you know, be landed. Obviously, it wasn't for Kansas football, but, you know, that's lit. That means we're not broke, right? Because if you're paying, you're paying five-star basketball players, you got money. They got the other kid a couple of weeks ago, too. He's like a top 50, 60 type guy. So, Kane's top top three class right now. That's right. Oh, yeah. we're, we're sitting right behind Rutgers right now for the, <laughs> the top three. So, you know, cons- you know, national powers of basketball sitting there in the top three next to each other. Who's that the one number one class? North Duke? Carolina. Oh. Duke is 10th right now. Oh, they trash. They follow- They've been falling off since Coach K gone. For sure. But anyway, <laughs> see if we have to think about the X Games. Have you mastered snowboard? Yeah, nah. I, I would never even attempt to master snowboarding. Melissa telling us who's who's number one. Thank you, Melissa. Appreciate that. Uh, but anyway, Jalil Bethay. That no drip good. is just insane. Like, I get it. Like, for basketball, it's probably even more hard with that Jordan drip. But even their football drip is stupid. I get it. I'm so happy Adidas is up in our game, but we need to keep up in our game. How much do you think? I think that ends our basketball discussion. So great job by Miami Hoops. Uh, but uh, my, see, how much do you think actually plays into the factor? Like 
who sponsors the team, like who's got like they got Jordan brand, these guys got Adidas. How much does it factor in? Uh all this stuff is great. Like Adidas is really caught up. Uh with the jerseys we got now are way better. The new emblem is way better. The cleats and gloves we're getting are way better. We're getting more frequent guys are getting sleeves and leg sleeves. Like you're seeing like guys have a little bit more swag with the stuff Adidas is pulling out for us. Uh, things like that. So I like it. You know, obviously, as Coach Mara and their decision to keep the classic look, the legends. I like the green over white versus the clean. I always like the green, green over white with the black cleats. I was a clean. Uh, we announced that we're doing the white over orange. So I, I think uh, every type of, other than Under Armour, like, we could be cool. Like Nike, Adidas, and Jordan. Like, they probably not swear with cool, but they definitely love that Jordan. Like, that, oh, I can't. I just don't want to slurp another team on this channel. But some of them teams with the Jordan got some drip. But you know, Adidas do their thing too. Steve, if you had to pick Oklahoma uh, drip, stupid. I gotta say that Oklahoma drip, stupid. Like we had a kid on Raw, Jaden Hardy. He, he got the low top Oklahoma fives. Them things were stupid fire. I mean, nobody got those. That was stupid. Yeah, some of them Jordan ones is crazy. I can imagine with North Carolina. Actually, I do know what North Carolina got. Freaking CJ was committed and KJ went there. They get the damn. Low uh, top, uh, like eleven cleats. Uh, they like, oh man, that that was crazy. Is there a team out there, Steve-O, where you're like, you know, besides Miami, obviously, because you, you know your brother's getting some stuff, and you know a lot of the guys in Team Raw and all that. But like a certain team, I guess you kind of hinted at it with Oklahoma. But is there a team that has clearly in a way like the best stuff other than Miami? Uh, yeah, I, obviously Miami is the best to me because the gear just hit hard. Uh, because he gets close to home, but it's for sure Oregon. Everybody knows that. Even when I was a kid, I loved watching Oregon just because their uniform. That's the reason that they built their brand and their image because of that. But you know, that's yep. all. And then yeah, that's it. Oklahoma, UNC's, those type of schools. But it doesn't like make it a factor where like a kid's not going to go there. It's kind of more just like a plus. And like most of the teams, like, and if you were Nike now, now they're they're dropping the new Jordan like uh, low tops. Uh, like the alpha, like uh, vapors. So, like, now, like, they have the Nike set on it. They're like low top ones and they're super fire. I got two pairs on the way. I got my little brother a pair that he brought and just balled in one of them. So, he's probably going to get another one. Uh, yeah, like, those those are going to be easily accessible to Nike schools. They're already players wearing them in all, you know, leagues. So, I, I guess it, Nike is going to have a, a boost now that you could kind of rock Jordan a little bit if you're a Nike school. But, you know, all Jordan schools are going to have the harder drip. But Adidas is doing just fine. As long as we keep getting them prime knits, we're, we're fine. If you see the all-black cleats we're going to be wearing this game, them prime knits are stupid comfortable. See, I'm kind of surprised that you like the uh, the Miami stuff so much, considering you always wear, like, the same two shirts on the show. But <laughs> Bro, I haven't rocked this in so long. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you how I found I found this in a basket. At the bottom, <laughs> I was like, "There's no way I've worn this anytime soon." But that basket's been there for longer than I like to admit. There's <laughs> a laundry basket like in the corner of the room. One of those deals. You feel me? Kind of like, that. yeah, under, like just that boy just chilling. You in the cut, chilling, waiting on his moment. I just wanted to set my uh, Melissa up because I knew she was waiting for that. <laughs> oh, look at that, Byron B. Just noticed Bill's pimping with that new background. Look at Byron. Look at that. Is that Bill Byron surfing in the picture there? Look at that. Good for you, yeah, Byron. I got a bunch of Adidas drip, man. Like, I'd be dropping, man. I I went to Kane's where it dropped my life savings, went like four straight shows, three straight reviews with something different. It's just like, damn, can't ever satisfy the people. 
<laughs> but yeah, that my, that neon shirt is my favorite shirt, and I'll continue to be my favorite shirt until Mario actually wears it. I think that's the funniest thing in the world that we did not wear it. But I'm actually so happy we didn't wear it versus Florida State of Pitt, given what actually happened in those games. <laughs> right, well, we're gonna break that out at some point, right? Yeah, I think we break it out. We were supposed to break it out this year versus Bethune, and they changed it because we were, you know, probably gonna be really good this year. So hopefully, we could use it. If, if they use it during a day game, I'm automatically just pray to God because of what happened last time versus North Carolina. Like, it has to be a night game. We should never wear black again during the day. Like, we need to we need to wear that at night. So, whatever game is a night game later on, hopefully Clemson's a night game. Uh, that would be the only one because we can't wear black at home, away. You know, we, we can't do it. Louisville's an away game. We can't wear black there. You know, you can't wear black much on the road anyway. So, yeah. I would hope it's Clemson. All right, let's let's hit on some of these comments that, that were in the chat before we get to some other stuff. Uh, Mitchell Nebraski, he said, you see Cam McCormick is wanting to come back for a ninth season. So he's petitioning for it as of yesterday, LOL. How? I mean, how is the difficult question in this world? I mean, it's there are just ways, right? There are just avenues to follow. If you're smart enough to find the avenues and you'll, you'll get where you want to go kind of a deal. So I don't know. I think it'd be crazy, so. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> I, I mean, I trolled this when he got his petition and when he was at Oregon, but now I'm like, hell yeah, get that damn ninth year, baby. That boy blocking his ass off. <laughs> and he caught the ball uh, when he throw it to him. He's two for two in target. So, uh, nah, ain't no kick push out of me. Uh, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> yeah, nah, McCormick, uh, go ahead, fam. We, we want him back another year. Damn right, that boy a baller. Uh, so, Obviously, like it's just obviously the I don't even like to talk about it, but everybody knows his history. Those were like devastating injuries. Those were like uh, each he went through like three career ending ones, and like it's crazy that his career is still going. So I I respect him all in the world, and uh, that's love. Come on, man, put that down. <laughs> I mean, he, he knows his role. He you know, on, that got to be that got to be one you smirk at and keep going, fam. You can't put that. I like it was it was up when you were like I respect that a lot of. Him. <laughs> that was the comment right below you. I'm just gonna crop us out, so it's just you I, and the picture if, with that. If, if he chooses to, so if he wants to do it, which he's probably gonna be like the most educated guy you've ever seen, uh, walk out of Miami. He's gonna have like three degrees, uh, you know, Dr. one McCormick. or two from Oregon, a couple from Miami. This guy's gonna be set no matter what happens, and he could probably, honestly, the way he's blocking, like he could probably be a blocking tight end in the NFL, bro. Like low key. He looks like a pretty good blocking tight end prospect to me. But if you think about blocking tight end tape, that's like the blueprint. This dude's like blocking three people like a play. How how rare is it that you find a guy like that that is just perfectly content just blocking people, not maybe catching a pass every you know once every you know two or three years? Um, well, he's so, got he's got two. Yeah, 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 the big one for t- um, against Texas A&M. Um, yeah. But you know, if he gets it, great. That we'll take it. Like sure, Mercedes, old, guy, coach on the field. How old is Mercedes Lewis? Like, when was he drafted? Like, 05? He was the same year as Maurice Drew. He's still in the league. I know he was on the yeah, Green Bay yeah. Packers for a minute, just still blocking. Yeah, you blocked forever, he, man. Jacksonville, he went back to Jacksonville or something like that. Still he blocking. He was uh, 2006 he was drafted. Yeah, he's been around for eight, ever, forever. 
It's crazy to think that he and uh, Cam McCormick were high school teammates, but I mean, still, these guys can last a long time blocking. Yeah, he's, on, yeah, he's on the Bears. That's a that that's like a Brian Cushing type guy, you know, just want to just hurt people and hit people. Yeah, <laughs> if you just enjoy blocking that much, like, yeah. and I, more power to him. But he's definitely he's definitely just a physical guy by nature. There's always a job for that guy, so especially in college. So yes, especially in the running game. For sure. Uh, so we'll hopefully, hopefully he gets it. See how it goes. Um, Buchanan's fan. You. Cam was once coached by Tom Landry. Classic. Uh, senior King. Serious question. Best cheesesteak in Philly. I know there were some people talking about it before. Um, and now it's not like it's what is it? Pat's is like the famous one, but it's not the famous one. There's yeah. other places. Yeah, them and I think gyms or something like those are like considered too touristy now. Yeah, I remember last time I was down there. Well, I was down there for something a couple years ago. Like Cleavers. What, but... Cleavers was pretty good. Um, but whatever the cheapest one is at Lincoln Financial, that's the one I'm getting. <laughs> it's going to be all soggy from the rain, but I won't it's care. wet. Just holding it <laughs> under the poncho. Just heating that poncho up. Yeah, it's <laughs> not ideal. Not what you're looking for. Um, other things. Uh, this one I just thought was funny from before. Bill sending an email to five friends to get two more free wallpapers. That's pretty funny. I like that. Good job, you kids. Paid you, uh, Jay Vickers. Hey, Steve-O. Only Steve-O. None of us. I'm just going to sit out. What's up with former Canes becoming Buffaloes? Uh, What's going on with that, Steve-O? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to – you know, the, the coming at the rock, like, come on, did you just put, like, half a meal or even, like, a full meal into our locker room? The locker room's literally named after him. So you can't be really too mad because it's like it's not like he flew to Colorado to do it. He was already there for WWE, and then you know obviously him and Dion have done NFL Network and have done a bunch of stuff together. So do I, do I wish they just would have white teed it to be honest with you? If they were there, you know obviously Michael Irvin was there covering as well. But if you just don't wear the shirt, you know what I'm saying? Just don't wear the shirt. You know you could be there. Uh, they they're supporting you know fellow African American you know head coaches. Uh, so. I, I'm I'm all with it, but just don't rock the shirt, man. Like, like don't do it. Uh, obviously, you know, <clears throat> Dave came and you know we've we've honored them at halftime, getting losing like forty five to six. So do am I mad that they're not at every UM game? No, I'm not. Uh, but you know, just maybe chill out with rocking the shirt and the gear. I mean, Coach uh, Alonzo Highsmith said it best on a post that was deleted, but. Uh, yeah, you you. I, he said he supported Dion, but you couldn't pay him to wear no shirt, and I felt the same way. I was like, I don't think uh, it would have been uh, that bad at all. But you know, they're all doing it for publicity, and they all cover their in sports media. Like Dion is the show now, so like I I really don't mind it. But just chill, maybe white tee or a black tee. You know, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Just or wear a U wrist band. Like had the U visible. If they were wearing a Colorado, maybe I would have felt better if they just had the U wrist band on. And you know, they're like, oh, okay, they threw that shirt on for set. You know when game time, you know what's up. You know what's right. coming on. But like, you don't even get that type of, you can't even lie to yourself. Like, you're rocking it. <laughs> uh, here's a good question uh, from Jay Vickers. Hey, Chris and Bill, what's up with former Canes becoming buffs? <laughs> That's a great question, Jay. That's an excellent question. Sorry to have to leave Steve out of this one, but um, in my opinion, I, I'm kind of with uh, what everybody else is like. Wearing the gear is like, I mean, you wear a black shirt, just a black t-shirt, and like it would. Maybe it's Colorado, maybe it's not. Like it's hard to say for sure. But you know, when you when these guys have, these are all guys that have done a lot. 
I think for Miami and like building Miami brand and like, you know, selling Miami and like, you know, still talking up the good old days, even when our days in the present weren't that great. So it's like, you know, it's not like they, they've been crapping on Miami for decades and now all of a sudden they're over there. So it's not like that. Um, the rock was just on uh Dan Cilio's uh, podcast, a couple, like maybe like within the, within the past week, talking up Miami, what Mario's doing and all that. And they like, Shout I mean, they're, for, their teammate is Armando here Blunt on Twitter. Yeah, like, like you're a five star, you know, getting your quote tweeted by The Rock. Yeah, come on, like all this stuff, and then like and like their teammate, not not Mike's, but um, Sap, I think played a year at least with Mario, and I know Rock did. Like, like we have their teammate as their coach, so it's not like they're disconnected from Miami. It's just I know in the case of Sap, you know, he's getting if he's going to get an opportunity to coach, you know, I get it, go take it. He wasn't going to get that opportunity at Miami anytime soon, most likely. So go ahead, go, go do your thing out there and see if you like it. Um, the rock, he was out there doing his own thing. Like you said, with WWE and, you know, show up and, you know, talk to some dudes and be the rock. He loves being the rock. He was the guest speaker for college game day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> whatever it is, what it is. WWE, he was the guest speaker, chooser, whatever. Like uh, people are blowing it out of proportion, but I get it. Like seeing them just flaunt, Colorado gear in front of you and they could just have that you want flaunting in front of you. It does like you leave a sour taste in your mouth. But I mean they've been doing the you for a long time. Again, putting their money where their mouth is. You know, Michael Irvin's been at every Legends camp. Like I got pictures with him and my little brother when he pulled him to the side. He was pulling kids to the side left and right that were showing something. And he was talking to him, telling them, Hey, this is just the beginning. Like the work, the work you've been putting in now, it, it, it's not even gonna be enough to sustain you what you have to do once you get here. Uh, so he he was up in kids' faces. He was he was as animated and as loving and giving as possible. So he's at the barbecues. He's at this. He's giving pe- speeches in our locker room. Yeah. Uh, the epic the epic spring game speech. And we went out and like freaking almost. I think I was that fire that year or whatever that whatever whatever. Somebody got fired the year we had the most epic locker room speech in the spring game. And like you know they've been doing so much, but I'm not tripping on it. But I mean again. Black tea, white tea. Next time, just a just a weird weird look. At, you know, perception's bad, right? The only thing it could really impact is like recruiting, right? You know, you know, people know who the Rock are. You know, what the Rock should be associated with us, not not Colorado. But um, I am of the opinion that um, Colorado is just a fad for this year, and that their time's coming. They got six ranked opponents coming up uh, yeah. to finish the season. So, Oregon, USC, back to back. You know, hopefully they you know put a hurting on them um, without so. Travis Hunter. Yeah, without yeah. Travis Hunter, so they can just be, you know, a little footnote on ESPN from now instead of being the, the, the main page. But we take care of business, North Carolina. I think uh, Alonzo, which I appreciate his comments on Facebook, uh, calling it out. Um, yeah, I think if we take care of business, North Carolina. Clemson's a big game. I think that sideline will be packed with guys like that. Yeah, and like, like honestly, about Colorado, I mean, they had 9 million people watch that game against Colorado State, and they were in a dog fight with the terrible team the colorado state rams a terrible team and they were in a battle up until yeah. the very end the most game day was there like big sunday whatever the it was most viewed game on espn yeah. like history that's crazy and they're just in a war with the yeah. colorado state rams <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a per- perfect storm right it's a 10 p.m kickoff so you know prime time on the on the west coast we east coast people we stay up late no other good games were on you know last week was a pretty down week for uh for college football, I don't think there was any ranked matchups, um, so perfect storm. But I, you know, again, like I said, I think you know Colorado's time is coming. 
you know, they're, they're going to catch some beatings, hopefully. Um, and then we can just, you know, forget about it, move on. Um, yeah. To, you know, that Oregon O-line to their D-line is going to be insane. Uh, O-line Mario built for them. And it's going to, you're going to see what it does to people. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I, I'm excited about, you know, seeing them lose. It's like I'm excited about this Miami game against Temple uh, this weekend. Bill and I are going to be there. Um, I forgot what section it was. 102? 102. 102 or 103. Somewhere over there. I think it was 102. Um, we, we, we got the expensive seats. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> comped. Comped, of course, because we just called up some people that we know. We were like, hey, we're going to the game. They're like, oh, my gosh, got to get these guys tickets. Uh, we would never put on Colorado gear, that's for sure. 102. There it is. I can't see it because of the thing, but 102. There you go. So if you're around Section 102, Bill ordered. Uh, my boy Jules is going to the game, I think, uh, unless he cops out because of the rain. Is he oh. driving down from, like, where, New York or something? Yeah. Or? He's yeah. supposed to come down from New York. Or he's supposed to hop on the train from New York. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, it's supposed to be like even easier. If he needs a poncho, I, I got a five pack. So hey. we'll take care of him. I know Flo Flo's gonna be there. I've I've seen people say Flo's gonna be there. Um to have a hell of a game to leave That might that must suck. The only you, it's always rainy. It's been raining on us pretty much almost every home game this year. And to to go to the one away game that you go to and it rains, that must suck. Sorry, Flo. But that must suck. <laughs> it would rain at home every game. And you go somewhere thinking you might get some chilly, nice breezy weather. Yeah. yeah. Here comes some fifty degree freaking rain for you. <laughs> he def he definitely said, Man, I hope it's I'm glad to go to the game where it's not too hot, but like burn the tailgate. <laughs> it was like, Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't gonna happen. Oh look, Thomas Carter likes his shirt. It's good. Oh, thank Tony's going to be there. Tony's going to be asking us for ponchos. There we go. Mitchell going to be there. Section one thirty-two. Oh, not in the, not in the nice seats, bitch. It's okay. I understand. We'll send some food over to you. We'll that, that's over. the same. You guys are the same level, bro. It's just you're one hundred two and he's one thirty five. Like I just yeah, we're like thing. right there. We're like right, right next to the players. Like we're I'm almost coaching them. They're gonna be they're, they're gonna look at like oh, oh yeah, he, you're Steve-O's guy. You guys are both coaches. Like you guys both teach the game. That's how I'm gonna be there. And Mitchell's gonna be way out. Mitchell, I think Mitchell, I think one thirty two is just where they make the cheese things. <laughs> he's way <laughs> up there. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, now I feel bad, bitch. Now I feel bad. We'll send you some of our free food. Um, <laughs> hot dogs are better at 102. Everything's better at 102. It's the pinnacle. Chris and Bill will have pneumonia next week on the Steve O show. Steve O live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> Ultimate Dad Mufo got five bucks. <laughs> he definitely bought those. Because it was just a better deal, too. Like, oh, I've actually, it's just in case. I can get five. <laughs> Why would you buy two was, for 20 bucks if you can get five for 25? It's going to be the best 11 I've ever spent. <laughs> thank, thank you, Amazon, and your one-day delivery. Good job, Amazon. Are they green? With time to yeah. spare. Now they're clear so that anyone can still see whatever gear you're rocking. Ah, good point. So I, think I, I'm thought go, this, I, I thought this through. Like I was going to go Sean, but if it's going to be raining... Nah, don't do that to the Sean. Yeah, I was gonna do that to him. 
Well, yeah, Poncho's no, going to protect it. It's like a uh, display. No, nah, you still going to do that to the Sean. You can you can rock a regular like Miami shirt if you're expecting rain. So you don't ruin a jersey. I got to wear a jersey. Maybe the Jacory. No, not too much. I don't know. I, it's because it's just like who could you just say? Curls or fish? Nah, you definitely can't run that. Run that. <laughs> but uh, Steve, it's hard to pick any one game. of your jerseys to be like, yeah, I'll sacrifice you in a rain game. Uh even with a poncho fan, I'm telling you, bro, I've been in a poncho game. Like, that thing is not impenetrable. Like, you're it's definitely going to be getting wet. Miami basketball? Yeah, you can rock that. <laughs> <laughs> See, folks, can't, can't ruin turtles or fish, but yeah. Miami basketball, yeah, whatever. No, it's where not, the, it, where it, the it, burning, it's whatever. Tank top. It's tank top. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be cold, but maybe not. Maybe not, maybe not the best idea. Now I kind of wear tur- want to wear turtles or fish. I don't know. Just go with the generic green Miami hoodie. That's good. Oh, no, section one thirty-seven. Oh, there we go. Now it's a little bit better. I forget what it is. One hundred two, like one hundred one, and like it goes right next to like one thirty one thirty-six or one thirty-seven or something too. So, Melissa, uh, Steve, will never talk to me again. Uh, Bill, take sure to take your pen to sign autographs from all the groupies. It's going to be endless. It's going to be endless. I'll bring a marker. We'll, we'll be good. Oh, man. I, it would be my – like, honestly, anyone that says – if there's a single person that says, hey, oh, my God, it's Bill Chris, I'm going to take pictures with him. I'm going to send the pictures <laughs> to my wife. Be like, look, justified. This like the 400 hours that we've done this show over the past couple of years all comes back. <laughs> yeah. We we have one person who's happy to see us. You got to do it. Yo, if you guys see Chris and Bill, man, you got to get an autograph. The people be stopping me freaking Ricky on TL today with Joe Cormier with that. Like, I'll sign your poncho. Yeah. Anybody see Chris and Bill out there, make sure you get a picture with him and get an autograph. They carry now, this show. Now, I will say this. Still, we joke about Steve-O doing it because Steve-O is like a real like humble person and a very nice individual. And like he just likes to talk like football with people. But I swear to God, if someone comes up to me and says, sign something for me, I'm going to sign it big. I'm going to dedicate it to them. I'm going to put a number on there for no reason. I'm just going to do big. Like if they give me a football, hey, Chris, like jokingly sign this football, I'm going to sign all over that thing. Like Mass. three live canes. Three live canes. Steve-O says hi whatever. I'm just fill that thing up. Oh, anyway, but Senior Kane not going to acknowledge us. Um, that means Senior Kane's way in the upper deck. You know what that means? He's going to yell down to us. Go, Senior Kane. <laughs> What's up, man? Anyway, <laughs> I, I sincerely hope it happens now. You'll you'll know it's Bill because it'll be the one with cheesesteak all over his poncho. <laughs> it's because it's trying. I can just like wipe it off. <laughs> yeah, just push it right off onto the floor. But anyway, the most important part of the show here, gentlemen, score predictions. Core predictions. I win another week. <clears throat> Getting tiring. <laughs> All right, so you know our tradition because Bill won, he goes first. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys a softball today. Twenty-seven to nine, Miami. Oh, twenty-seven to nine. It's a weird one. All right, and again, people in the chat, feel free to throw some stuff in there. <laughs> I'm, 30, I'm 38 to ten. 38 to 10. Ooh, Steve, price is right in me. A little bit. A little bit. I'm going to go. That you're stuck because you got to go over. I'm going to go over. 
go 31 right in the middle to 7. 31 to 7. All right, so now let's look, let's look at the chat. Let's look at the chat, see who we got. Who are we picking? Who are we picking? I kind of like the idea of picking someone I've never seen before. <laughs> well, Tony's going to be there, so like maybe Tony. Tony's yeah, why not? If he's going to be there, why not? <clears throat> Anybody else? So right now, Tony's the leader. Terrence Ling. I'm never, uh, Keith, giving a more realistic one. Sean Forbes. No, nah, wouldn't a realistic one. Why would we pick one of those? <laughs> <laughs> 73 to 3. <laughs> All right. You think we're going to go with uh, go with Tony? He's going to be in the building. All right. We'll go Tony. Tony, you're in. Where Tony you has four. Here we go. Tony has 42 to 10. 42 to 10 from Tony. He is our fan of the week. Our three live canes. Our, if we had a sponsor, his name would go here. Fan of the week. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I didn't tell Steve I did reach out to a sponsor. Sent a nice email with like a business proposal. They didn't email me back. <laughs> Nothing. Got no love. I mean, they said on the website too, they would email people back. Too. They have like a special email just for like podcasts and like sports shows it's just to not clog up their regular email i think they just, Facts. It's just to lower their spam account because you know there's a lot of just random doofuses i have seven followers on youtube I'll send, I'll, send it to, I'll send it to the main one tomorrow i'll just copy paste it yeah we'll get them i go terrence ling thomas carter king king and try to get everybody up here for a second so there's legitimize whatever crazy thing they say sign it in cheese whiz that's pretty funny might do that <laughs> There's Keith twenty three to three, backing it up. Uh, but anyway, uh, that'll do it for us, guys. We appreciate you you tuning in. Um, a lot of good stuff this week. A lot of good uh, random chatter. I mean, hours of basketball talk. We got to fit in there too. So I mean, really, we're universal show as always, as always. Oh, Jay Vickers, you get sponsored by Raid Shadow of Legends. Uh, is that one of those random like? Like games that pops up. Watch, like, if you watch like anime videos, you'll see like Raid Child Legend always like sponsors those videos. You think you have a hook up there, Steve? Nah, I mean I get you five percent <laughs> or like ten percent. <laughs> Just put in Grand Line Review or something like that. I forgot what it is, but one of them codes will work. I would love it if we were sponsored by like a video game or like an anime thing. I think that would really like be perfect for us. Uh, Chris, whatever you do at the game, don't cramp my boy Bill's swag. Oh, that's when I think of Bill. That's what I think of. Yeah, swag. No. Look at him. Really <laughs> doesn't know what they're in for. Yeah, hell yeah. About to turn the city up. Yeah. I'm going to buzz my head. Make it nice and shiny. So see the rain glistening off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking for you guys on camera. I hope you guys make it. Well, I mean, I'm hoping that it's like one of those like merciless beatings. So like everybody leaves because it's raining and all that. So there's like like seven idiots left in the stadium. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> Timo's like, gotta be I'm, there, right? I'm, and you're just I'm, gonna see turtles or fish. Oh, I gotta wear the shirt. I'm pretty sure shirt. if I'm eating like a wet soggy cheesesteak in the fourth quarter, I'll get on ESPN. I can guarantee it. It'll be worth well like the nine bucks. <laughs> And then the little plastic thing is just like soaked to yeah, soak. It's gonna be falling. Right 
Yeah, you're def you're definitely on ESPN. I mean, yeah, you're definitely it's on ESPN it. two. Yeah, Ooh, now yeah. you'll make it ESPN one. They'll record you on ESPN two. They'll put you on ESPN one. I'll be on the not top ten. Look at this! Look at this idiot! Spots all over himself. Oh man! Oh yeah, it's that's. Philly's a slushy at that point. <laughs> oh yeah, we got. We have to. Yeah, I think some of our decisions are being forced right now. Things that we have to do. So, oh, it should be good. It's gonna be. Phil's gonna print. It's gonna, Phil's gonna print out his background and carry it with him. Just put it behind him. <laughs> You will fly it like a kite. <laughs> Just be blowing in the wind like a flag. Oh man, soggy G thinks so. they're gonna be they're gonna be soggy. That's for sure. <laughs> Senior kids, though, very appropriate. Just cheese dipping off his face. Oh man, oh, this is all well done. A great job by the chat right here. This is exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> anyway, that will do it for us. So thank you guys for tuning in for the show. But before we get out of here, final thoughts for the people, Bill. Ooh, good show. That was funny. I haven't laughed that hard in a while. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, looking forward to this Saturday. You know, hopefully, you know, we, we can meet some of you guys making the trip. Um, and then, yeah, just, it's going to be a good, wet, soggy cheesesteak. Can't wait. <laughs> get good pictures of it for the show next week. Or get a video of Bill trying to eat it. You'll be on Steve. the Jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> Fan of the week. <laughs> Mario's gonna be in his post game. We want to shout out all the fans that made their way, made their way to the game. Today. He's gonna have a picture of him, like pop up over his shoulder. That's how a man eats a Philly cheesesteak. Hey, that, that's how we'll get sponsorship, man. If we get you dripping some soggy cheese on yeah. your face, uh, Charlie's national national brand. Charlie's, you guys have Charlie's down there in South Florida, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got one right by my job. We got one in like Bauer Mall. But uh, anywhere where they cook the food right in front of you, you know that it's gonna be busting when it hits your plate, because you was peeking at them boys the whole time. What do you get, Steve? What's your Charlie move? Uh, I, I'm plain James with a Philly cheesesteak and some fries. Oh, it just caught me. You know it's gonna be good because you're watching. Them. That's a good point, Steve. I never really thought of it like that, but yeah, they have to actually work hard for you. Can't be doing any weird stuff to you, to your cheesesteak. Oh, I like the chicken teriyaki they have. You ever had that? It's good. Steve, yeah. you ever had the chicken teriyaki there? Nah. I'm I know you having a normal. You, you know what they, you know what they don't do? They don't have like a sample person anymore. I haven't oh, seen yeah. one in a long time. They can give you a sample Philly cheesesteak? No, they yeah, have, no, they, they, would, they would have the little like. Oh, oh, like the Cajun grill samples where like you bourbon chicken and that baby yeah. buzz it. Yeah, yeah, bourbon you, chicken. You walk by like four times, you have like half a sandwich. It's great. Yeah, they would like give you samples of like the little like they would cut the sandwich up real like small pieces and give everybody under like a toothpick welcome by. That's how I first had about the chicken teriyaki. Like it's it, it's legitimately good. So but that they sponsored Charlie's hey, look, we're hyping your stuff up with for free. So imagine what we do if you give us free steaks or whatever. <laughs> uh but anyway, Steve, final thoughts for the people. Oh, uh, we big vibing. Uh, I think this could be a weekend where you might see a guy pop or two. I think they're they're trying to push for that. So let's get the staff. Let's see what the staff can do. I think just another momentum with, momentum with the win. We're just trending with guys. It could be anybody. I don't even know who would pop. 
Uh, but it could just I, I just got a feeling that we'll get another big win on the road. Another week of Coach Mario and the staff showing these recruits what exactly is that they're telling them. And just the way the way that the vibes have flipped complete, uh, you know, not 180 because recruiting was good. We just came off the number seven class in the nation. But the the way the trajectory is right now, you can only see it going up from here to December. I don't think you'll see, you know, us, you know, limping to, you know, early signing day. I think at that point we'll be one of the people people are talking about on shows like this, on national media. That, oh, well, look at the hurricanes. Look at the hurricanes. So I think it's on an upward trajectory starting with, you know, the 2025 class getting some momentum. Uh, but there's some big, big 24 guys that we could flip and that we're in position to just win out with. Yep, hopefully we can make some of these moves pretty soon. It's definitely – you keep winning. We keep saying it. We keep winning. Then that starts to become more and more possible and get that more positive momentum on our side and, and push forward. Um, very good, guys. Thank you uh, for tuning in and enjoying the show. Uh, we had some people – someone just said – uh, Cole said we need more likes on this. I think, I, honestly, it'd be appropriate for the yeah. the eloquence of this one. This yeah, we don't one. ever say that. I feel like that messes us up. But we just be big vibing, like yeah, drop a like. I really don't even really don't even think about it. Honestly, like Birdstone says it once, and then we just ignore it the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah, facts. Shout out to Birdstone, my boy Birdstone. Yeah, he does the same on my reviews. My dog. But anyway, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate all of you guys. Um, like we said, Miami versus Temple this weekend. Um, should be a fun one out there on the Stupin slide of Lincoln Financial Field. And, and we'll see how this thing can keep rolling into the future. So I got my Bill, first game day edit that I made with like basically just cheat sheet in a template. I'm gonna be dropping for that for the temple. Oh, like get the hype for the game? Uh yeah. It's, you should have sent it to me. I could have made it my background. And not, it is not good enough for you to make your background. Wait, like a video edit or just like a like an edit edit? No, nah, like a like a edit edit, like a picture, like right. a photo edit. I just sent it to y'all Twitter, but y'all can look at it. What is that? What a fudge cake! Yeah, I remember it. I was on live. What's that? <laughs> so I just switched it up real quick. There you go. There you go. Good work. Anyway, so while while we go out there to, to look at Steve's edit and go go to Charlie's to pick up some samples, you guys go. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll see you guys again next Wednesday right here on 3 Live Canes. Everybody have a great weekend. This is for the national championship for Nebraska. He's a stud. That Brown, number 98. Slips to the outside, tries to stiff arm, but he couldn't get by Ray Lewis. Big time players. Step up in big game.